420 here on this Wednesday, December the 2nd. Now, the union representing bylaw enforcement officers and jail guards in Kamloops, it says drastic changes to the way bylaws are enforced in the city will mean higher costs for less service as well as an increased threat to public safety. It's after the city announced back in September that the Bylaw Services Department would become a new community services division, which would respond to a wider variety of community service calls, in addition to animal control, parking services, and nuisance property complaints. To talk a little bit more about what the concerns are, well, I caught up with the president of QP900, Carmen Sullivan. I spoke with her about just those issues that they have regarding these planned changes in the call for arbitration. We're really concerned about the direction the employer is going with this reorganization. Based on the information they've provided to us, they're going to be cutting a minimum of four full-time benefit positions, which is nearly 25% of our current bylaw staff. We're not understanding how they're messaging out increased services when they're cutting workers. It's 160 hours a week of boots on the ground community work so we find it confusing we feel their messaging isn't matching the information they're providing us yeah so was there any consultation that was done with, with the union on this or was this something that he was just kind of told to the union this is what's going to happen so we were served as section 54 back in july and there were eight meetings that we attended where we were told what they're going to do we let them know we're not in agreement. We believe they're circumventing our collective agreement and that some of our current workers are going to fall through the cracks. And these are people that have worked for the employer for 20, 25, 30 years, providing the service, working as bylaw officers, and are now not going to fit into this new structure. And we don't understand why. So you put out the call here to have an arbitrator come in and rule on the matter. Uh, we had uh, a brief conversation with some city officials, and it sounds like they're going to go about uh, going through that process. Have you heard the same thing, that an arbitrator is going to be assigned to this? Yes, we have one assigned. Our dates are scheduled for August. We had requested earlier dates, but the city uh, indicated they weren't inv- available till August. Okay, so is there any worry with the fact that, uh, you know, I guess this, this change was scheduled, right, for pretty early in the New Year, so have you received assurances that no changes will happen before an arbitration has a chance to, to weigh in on this? No, the changes, uh, the employer is indicating that changes are happening in the New Year, and we have members that are going to be significantly impacted because they don't meet the requirements of the new uh, job, which we're submitting is not new. The work is the exact same work. We have people out there doing the work today. They're going to do the work tomorrow. And when they make this change, that same work is going to be done, but by potentially new people. And we feel the ones that are out there today doing the work have the right to do the work in the new year. But the job posting, what they did was they eliminated all their positions and they've made them reapply for the new job posting. And that new posting has qualifications that not all of our members are going to be able to meet, specifically a fitness assessment that potentially our member that's worked for the city for 30 years would have been able to pass 30 years ago. But in his 60s or early 70s, it's not realistic. Hmm. Yet he's out there providing that service every day. And we feel it's not fair. He had planned to work for the city for two, three more years, and now 
um, they've decided this restructure, they no longer need him and others. So we're really worried for those members that are going to fall through the cracks. We have some that are going to fit into this new restructure and they're excited about it and that's great and the union is not opposed to this enhanced bylaw community service worker we are just opposed to the way they're doing it well that sounds um pretty nerve-wracking for some people that they're gonna have to be potentially out of a job until an arbitrator has a chance to rule on this i guess is there a possibility that if they didn't get hired in the initial round of uh you know applications an arbitrator could rule and then there could be uh, some some movement on after that do you know how that process would work i'm just worried if someone is you know on the close to retirement is trying to work a couple more years before they do that and then they're going to lose a job as a result of this change are they just kind of sol the employer is offering 10 weeks pay as a severance, we feel that after 25, 30 years of service, 10 weeks of pay is not reasonable. There, It is the language of our collective agreement uh, for redundancy. So when a work is redundant, it's no longer required, and that can happen where someone is, their job is eliminated and they take 10 weeks pay. But in this case, we do not believe the work is redundant. They've combined our custodial guards, the municipal support workers at the RCMP, and the bylaw officers. And when we look at the new job description, all the work is still being done. So it's difficult for us to hear them say that's a redundancy. A redundancy to us is the work is no longer required. You can't go to the lifeguards and say, your job's eliminated, you're redundant. And the next day, have different people wearing blue shirts instead of red shirts with people protector on the back instead of lifeguard and say that this is a new job. So we're, we're really feeling frustrated that our current workers, some of them are going to fall through the cracks. And they are offering placement in other positions, but so far those positions have been anywhere from $4 to $10 an hour less in pay. And some of them are five hours less a week. So it's a significant financial impact for those that can't afford to take the 10 weeks and be unemployed. We're, we're worried for those members and we're trying to work with the employer to protect them. I think that's all I have, Carmen, for questions. Is there anything else uh, that you wanted to add or, or that we might have missed here before I do let you go? The work-life balance change that they're doing with this restructure as well is we're getting a lot of feedback that to have your shifts rotating constantly is problematic for people who want to be able to coach their kids soccer team or join a class or do a morning swim when every week or every month or every six months they're going to change their hours all the way from uh, six till two in the morning to two to ten at night and then working midnight to eight when they're having to work over at the RCMP. So we just don't understand. These people are in set shifts right now. They have been for many years. It's worked and we are concerned that it's a slippery slope if we start taking people's impacting people's work-life balance in this way without a correlation to an operational need for it. 
All right, that was Carmen Sullivan there, the president of QP900, speaking to the change in bylaw services here in Kamloops. It is moving to a new community services division as of the new year, and there's concerns from the union about uh, jobs potentially being lost. As you heard her say there at some point, you know, she says they're not, you know, opposed to the change. They're just kind of being opposed to how the whole process has been handled to this point. Now, our newsroom did speak to city manager, Kamloops city manager, David Trawin about this, who has, of course, said an arbitrator has been hired, and that hearing, as mentioned earlier, will be happening this summer. We have no qualms about that. We feel that we're quite within our rights within the collective agreement, and they feel that, you know, there are some areas of collective agreement or not. So, you know, we hire an arbitrator to kind of advise us on that. Trowin also went on to note that, uh, you know, the budget is staying the same for bylaw, but members will be getting additional training. What we're doing is basically we believe we're committed to increased service levels related to community safety and security through the creation of the new community services division and increasing the training of the officers. So our intent is to have a different aspect from each officer on what we need them to do based upon what they've traditionally done given the changing nature out there of what's happening. And here is just the Kamloops city manager just kind of weighing in on the whole situation in uh, general terms as well. Obviously, there's some disagreement between QP and management on how it affects a collective agreement. We have end up with about 20 grievances a year on how things affect the collective agreement. Usually, the vast majority of those are resolved at either step one or step two. And uh, in some cases, they go to arbitration. That's just a natural progress to... Uh, move through that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that process uh, rolls out next summer.